0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gonzo Tonight Show. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can stay updated with when we upload new episodes. Also, be sure to check out anchor.fm slash gonzo tonight if you want to support the podcast and help us keep uploading new episodes every week. My guest today, I've known for a while now, and um, we always have good conversation about politics and the world as a whole. We're going to attack uh, some issues That we see in the country, especially when it has to deal with um, just different types of cultures and beliefs that we see going on in today's society. So, without further ado, please welcome my friend, Ben Goodman. Ben. Hey. How you doing, man? How you doing, boss? Welcome on.
1: Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah,
0: appreciate you for coming. Um, of course. So tell me about this um, Sauvage ad that um, Dior put out.
1: Yeah, of course. So I saw that you have Sauvage Dior on your uh, your night sand or whatever. I have yeah. it too. Love the cologne. It smells really good. It's like a nice little spicy scent, but they uh, recently came under fire for a wildly offensive ad. And they were accused of racism and cultural appropriation. So, basically, the ad was uh, Johnny Depp speaking over like a Native American scene. And you kind of see where that comes into an issue, naturally, because French for sav- savage is savage. That's the name of the cologne. Oh. They're talking about Native Americans, savage. <laughs> Instant problems right there, <laughs> in my opinion. And this was recently? This was recently. This was as of... Uh, let me check for you here. As of uh, yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: So... I guess they tried to make a cool ad, but since their cologne is called Savage, basically. Yeah. And then they brought Native Americans. people. Well, of course, people are going to accuse them of that. Um, I really
1: thought they did something there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they meant to do that.
1: I don't think they would mean to offend them, but... Probably not. And then in one like situation, like the designer fashion companies have a history of doing like controversy because controversy creates cash, as we all know. That's true, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, even um, remember the lovely rapper, uh, six, nine. Oh yeah. His sales went up huge because he was, he got arrested for racketeering and all this other stuff.
1: He's still in prison.
0: I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He's, he's, he's still doing time. Way, yeah. He, yeah. He's, yeah. He's still uh, snitching on people and all that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, mm, thanks for the coffee by the way.
1: Oh yeah, of course. No problem. I love, uh, love, uh, these kinds of things. But yeah, so apparently they had a combination of like imagery of like a Native American dancer in ceremonial garb and a feathered headdress and all that. So that just adds up to to a negative experience for those who disagree and then those who also like run the company because their sales might suffer.
0: Jeez. Well, yeah, you got to be careful nowadays because, you know, no matter what you do, someone's going to find it offensive. And I feel like there's certain things, obviously, that are more offensive than others and more people would agree like, okay, this is this can definitely come off as offensive whereas this is like come on really there's just some things where it's like you know come on that wasn't offensive like whatever but anyway um so yeah did you see um we were looking into this before you before you came on the podcast we were talking about this at one point right but we saw this thing about um virtual reality how they had it like in the seventies, I wanna say.
1: Oh really? Wow. Yeah. They had it that far back. Because I know they had a Nintendo uh type of device that was like a black and red screen that you put on your head. And mm-hmm. I think you could play like tennis or like Pong.
0: Yeah, so this virtual reality that they have, I wanna make sure I get the dates right. It's not even gonna come up. Okay. Nineteen sixty eight. Oh wow. Um that's not the one I was talking about, but they had basically um almost like you know when you go take those tests at school and they put the big like folder around oh, like you so you don't use? cheat right. it was like kind of like that you stick your head in there and it was like virtual reality almost like the headsets we have now wow and this one it says here 1968 and there's a picture of this guy with what literally looks like um an old-fashioned tv with the antennas oh yeah look at that and he's got it like wrapped over his eyes so that that's pretty um so that's what how many that's almost um 51. 50 years ago yeah. That's crazy. They had virtual reality, and people thought that it was like brand new when it came out in like the early two
1: thousands or whatever it was. Right. Yeah. Virtual reality, I feel like is definitely on the come up as like a a video game source or even like a lifestyle source because there's so many cool things you can do on it. Like they have that uh, Oculus Go where you can like put yourself at like concerts and stuff, uh, basketball games, and you're sitting courtside like you're actually there. Yeah, it's crazy. I
0: saw this one crazy video um, a few months ago where this guy decided to live like for a week while wearing the oculus rift or whatever excuse me so he wore the vr set for a whole week you saw that i actually have seen that video that's insane i was like dude seriously he
1: dreamed in vr
0: i know i feel like you would go crazy or at least me like i would get headaches like oh yeah in the first hour i feel like right. um because that stuff like just video games in general if i play for too long it'll mess with
1: my head oh yeah well like the the VR for me at least I got the Oculus Quest when it released in uh, May And the first day I played it, I did get like an eye sort of headache, like a stress headache almost. Yeah. And then afterward it was fine because like, I I don't know, I guess my body just adjusted to it, but other people have played with mine, have reported like the same issue, but I guess it's just your eyes adjusting to a screen that close because when you're a kid, when you're a kid, they tell you (laughs) to like not look that far at the TV or back up a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, here we are putting a screen an inch from our face.
0: Right. That's, that was my issue with it is like, I would see that you basically, even like those first makeshift ones where they put the phone like Right. right in front of your screen, I would always think that that'd be so bad for your eyes. And my eyes right now are so bad. Like, my vision's, like, without contacts. I can only see, like, less than a foot in front of me. Wow. So, yeah, and then VR, like, uh, I don't know if you've looked into it at all, but did you see the one picture where, uh, what's the Facebook guy's name?
1: Oh, Zuckerberg.
0: Yeah, Zuckerberg. He's, like, uh, doing a VR demonstration with a bunch of people in the room, and they're all wearing the headset, and he's not wearing it. And they're saying, like, the VR is a way for using like control over people. Technology in general—that's
1: definitely interesting.
0: D- yeah, technology in general is a good way to keep control of the public. Especially, oh, yeah. you look around, you see everyone on their phones, like you know, not looking up. Um, that's been that's been talked for a while, but it's almost like it's crazy to think about that. You know, he's Zuckerberg is one of the largest, um, you know, technology related people. in the country he definitely and in the world too and it's like he created or he helped
1: create i'm pretty sure he helped create vr if i'm not mistaken uh so basically a guy i forget his name i can look it up but uh oculus was actually created as a kickstarter and it was spawned by a guy named palmer lucky yeah he has a very kind of like unique name so it was created in 2012 in california and uh he actually sold it for i think was it like $4 $4 million or something? No. Do two you point, sell it to Facebook? Excuse me. $2.3 from for Facebook. Yeah. Okay. So the original Oculus was created by a different guy. Like it was an independent thing. And the
0: original meaning not the one from
1: 1968. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. The one from 2012. <laughs> right. The Rift was created in 2012. And then in uh, 2014, they acquired the Oculus VR brand and like trademark and all that. And then they created the Rift, uh, the newer Rift that was like, like released for everybody. The... Um, the quest recently and the go and all that and like the samsung gear vr okay so all that was like created with facebook basically so like when i bought my thing it told me to make a facebook account i was like no i'm not doing that (laughs) so some things i don't experience on there but i'm not making a facebook again i'm not falling down that rabbit hole again yeah no facebook i i only use it now simply
0: for um advertising or family even yeah sometimes yeah even even if like i don't really see much family stuff on mine at least but yeah, I use it for um, the podcast page and oh, yeah. just to, cause you know, there's different, there's a different fan base on there. Like on Instagram, oh, yeah. it's usually younger people. On Facebook, it's generally older people. Oh yeah. There's um, a good mix. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I have both and then I have Twitter as well, but that's morely that's more for updates and stuff.
1: Oh yeah. You guys got to follow him on Twitter, like on Facebook. If you don't, Mark Zuckerberg will come to your house. He
0: will. He'll send the VR squad to come get you. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> He'll put some goggles on you and you won't be able to take them off. Did you put? Did you ask for sugar in the coffee? I did not. Okay, they they usually don't put it in, and they did this time. Was that good? Yeah, it's really right good. on. Mm. Yeah, no, Dunkin' Donuts. I've never really had a bad experience with. I mean, I don't drink coffee very much, but like if I have like a coolada or one of those things, like I've always had a good experience with them.
0: Yeah, I, I always hear stuff in like the news about Dunkin' or like you know someone's like, oh, I found this in my sandwich. Oh, like, what really? It was a rat problem or Ooh. something. But I've never had a bad experience with yeah, them. Yeah, me neither. Um. Their coffee's pretty good. I actually prefer them over
1: Starbucks, quite honestly. They're cheaper, too, if I'm not mistaken, or Oh,
0: yeah. Starbucks, I think for a tall... Like, if you get um, a latte or a cappuccino or something, it's close to $5. Wow, yeah. That sounds um, about right. Yeah. And I, I rarely, rarely go to Starbucks. I, remember, I don't know if you remember, but in high school, I was on, like, Starbucks strike for, like, two or three years. Like, I literally did not go oh, really? for so yeah. long. Um, Not only because of the price, but for the stuff they supported, too. Oh, yeah. Some of the stuff they supported, I kind of don't feel like... They were involved in some controversy in the past, and I was just like, I don't want to go there. Mm.
1: And then I saved a lot of money by not buying coffee from there. You saved plenty of money. One thing I feel like they definitely went wrong on, this is just my personal opinion, the, um, like, making their stores, like, kind of like a safe space for, like, homeless people to, like, shoot up needles and stuff. That seems, like,
0: unnecessary. Yeah, that's just... That's not even... Like anything to do with politics, Mm. which is the other stuff. But that's just kind of like, I feel, first of all, they're losing money in order for maybe political correctness. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Being nice, whatever. Right. But yeah, so people can come in without buying anything and just hang out there. Loiter. Right. But of course, it's usually people that, like you said, homeless people or, you know. Drug addicts. Drug addicts, whatever. They can just chill in there and they didn't have the right to kick them out. Even though I remember a while ago, I want to say it was. Maybe two years ago, there was a video where, um, these two African American guys were in there waiting for another friend. Right. I think they were like meeting for business or oh, something. Oh yeah, I remember this. Yeah. And then, um, this Starbucks, the, one of the employees and I think the manager eventually came out and like asked them to leave cause they weren't buying anything. Right. I don't know if this was, I think this was right before they, they retrained them, they retrained yeah, them and before like they made the law yeah. about, um, or not the law, but the rule about letting whoever in. Right. But yeah, so that happened. They kicked him out. And of course, people claim that it was racist. Whether it was or not, I don't know. But
1: Oh yeah, we weren't it, there, but yeah, we mean, only know what we were told. Right. But
0: yeah, so then they had a training for all the employees and said, you know, you can't do stuff like this. And I think that might be where the, the whole rule about letting people in without paying came in. Right. Um, which I still don't think that's good for
1: business. Like... No. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a losing way for business, too. Well, too,
0: imagine if half the store was full of people who didn't buy anything. Right. And then They're actual customers come in and yep. they can't get a seat. Exactly. And they can't say anything about it. So, no, it's not a good idea at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I'm all for, like, homeless people need help, too. Like, there's charities, there's stuff. Like, if I see a homeless dude and he's, like, really struggling or whatever, mm-hmm. throw him a few bucks, buy him a sandwich or whatever. But, I mean, like, I think, like, businesses, like, Making a way so that like they can lose money, <laughs> like it doesn't seem very business like business sound. And I mean, yeah. I'm a business major. I'm only a couple of years in, but I mean, still. <laughs> and then um, like another thing, I was reading this Vox article like the other day. Actually, this is dated. This is January, but I had seen it recently. Starbucks is uh gonna install needle disposal boxes in some of its bathrooms. What? Because their employees had complained about finding hypodermic needles that they use to shoot heroin. And, like, I almost sort of get this because at, like, theme parks, they have, like, needle disposals for, like, insulin. Like, if you have diabetes, like, that sort of makes sense. Starbucks sells, like, very sugary drinks, so, like, they need their insulin at some point, I guess. Maybe. I'm not really sure how that works. But, like, if, like, your employee who's making $9 an hour probably on a good day, working, like, eight hours making drinks for, like, people who don't respect them. Like, I feel like you shouldn't have to also deal with needles. Like, it's either the disrespect from people buying lattes or the needles, but, like, not both. Well, I think, too, if you're...
0: Let's say it was for, um like, you know, if you had diabetes and you had right. to use it, and let's exclude the heroin addicts or whatever. Right. Um, I feel like they'd be more respectful and not just leave it, yeah, like, lying on exactly. the
1: ground. And, so, like, people who have diabetes understand their condition. I'm sure they yeah. know. They're like, oh, nobody wants to see a needle that has, like, blood in it. Well, they're going to be respectful about exactly.
0: it. And I feel like if you put the... um needle dispensary in there mm-hmm. um that kind of encourages people who already do it yeah. to just like exactly come in and do it or right. you know do it outside and whatever but yeah i feel like they're trying to be politically correct or they're trying to open up to a bigger group of people even if they're not paying for right. their services but in return it just encourages bad behavior like you said um you know drug addiction they're not helping they're basically saying, "Oh, here's a safe space for you. You can
1: throw away your stuff here." Like Oh boy, you just made me think of something. Safe spaces. So, <laughs> they um this is nothing to do with like the the like social space. Safe spaces. Yeah. I'm thinking more along the lines of um like I saw in like Portland and like California, they're putting safe places for people to shoot up drugs where they can test it, they can get clean needles. Why would you encourage addiction? I'm, there should be ways to fight it.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're like it's almost like they're giving up. Yeah, they're like, like we know you're saying, gonna here's, gonna do here's it. a pr- here's a problem. Yeah. Let's just encourage it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I
1: don't know.
0: I, I, they've been I, recently California, especially, have been coming up with the stupidest laws and the stupidest plans ever.
1: By, no partisan, why? Like no, no matter how you spin it, like they're not good. Like, no, the Democrats
0: just, don't even agree with them. Some of them. No, it's just not a good idea. There was one. I think they're building. Um, I believe it's over the San Francisco Bridge. It's one of the main bridges oh, there. Yeah. They're building another bridge that goes over. That bridge you know where the cars go on right but that bridge that they're building is for like wildlife to cross over oh that's
1: good well or is it i,
0: I thought i thought it was, I was at first i looked at it and i was like oh like okay that's kind of cool yeah but then you think about it it's just leading them into the city oh because there's there's still no like um wilderness in that area really left yeah right so it's like they're coming you know they're going over the bridge but then they still end up in the cities and you know in people's homes and stuff so it's like you know you're walking around all of a sudden you see uh you know a fox or whatever right roaming around and it's like so i at, at first it sounds like a good idea and then when you look into it you realize oh it's not actually good for the animals it's like you know um here in florida especially in lake mary we have a lot of bears oh yeah indeed, and indeed. there used to be so many but then construction kind of pushed them out right but every once in a while you see a bear like roaming like in a my neighborhood yeah yeah (laughs) so i mean
1: yeah just they just it wasn't a good idea i guess it didn't work out logistically yeah but i mean that sounds like a lot kind of like california all those like ideas of like cleaning up the city and all that it just seems like it's going worse and worse like i was actually going to visit california on vacation last year and my parents were talked out of it by like various other people just because how bad it's become like when my parents were younger when my mom was like in her like i don't know 20s and she went with her family to like alcatraz that was cool Mm -hmm. like going to alcatraz would be cool but taking the ferry or whatever from san francisco you're gonna see a bunch of crime a bunch of uh just drug use Mm -hmm. uh, human feces on the floor like it's sad how a city that was so beautiful could fall so far if you go to
0: um like the la area Mm. i I definitely say stay away from hollywood and stay away from like the downtown area definitely overhyped. um if you do want to go though like uh where my family stays is um, near Venice beach. Oh, okay. That's a little nicer. Oh, more Um, ritzy, yeah, Yeah, the Marina del Rey area. Um, just, but basically if you stay away from the downtown areas and Hollywood, I walked through Hollywood once did not like it. Really? Have you been to New York as
1: well? I have. Yeah. Which one would you say is more grimy? I'm curious. New York city, obviously.
0: Um, I guess it depends on like New York city is so big. Right. That, you know, it's kind of like, it it basically is like one huge downtown almost. Um, compared to LA where it's like you have a clear, you have a clear downtown. It's still pretty big, but, um, yeah, it just depends on what area you're in, I guess. New York, um, where we were at least was pretty good. We saw a lot of homeless people, but besides that, like everything was relatively like put together. It was, it wasn't like dirty. Yeah. I felt like at least where we were. Um, but again, it's so big, like you could turn the corner and it could be like a dump and then turn the other corner and it's like, you know, you're in front of the, Um, you know, Trump international hotel, whatever was a very nice hotel.
1: I went into the Trump towers and I was actually surprised at how nice it was. And like, it actually looked kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, he he definitely, um,
0: like him or not, he takes good care of his businesses. Mm. I mean, he's not doing that now because you know, he's president, he's got other people doing it. Um, but he did a really good job. And I think, you know, if you go to, I think they have a Ritz over there somewhere. They have a bunch of, yeah, there was Carlton. They have a bunch of nice hotels up there. Mm. When I Um, went
1: there? Oh, is that good? Yeah, good. Oh, when I stayed there, I went to the Marriott Marquis. Actually, a really, really, really nice hotel. It was right in the middle of Broadway. So, like, you come down and, like, you have all those big signs and that one long strip of, like, signs, as everybody knows. Mm -hmm. Forty floors up. It was so terrifying going down the elevator. It was like a shoot. It was like... Yeah? Yeah, it was really cool. I like New York, though. I don't know. I mean, I've never been to California, so I can't compare them, but... It's
0: definitely so different. Really? Especially if you go to L.A. versus New York City, it's so different, Um and then two, if you're in the LA area, Malibu is 40 minutes to an hour depending on traffic. Right. A lot of really traffic nice. over there. Yeah, traffic's uh, traffic's insane. Like the, the um if you go from like Venice Beach to um Rodeo Drive Rodeo, Rodeo Drive. drive right. Um It takes you like almost an hour, but if you look at it on the map, it looks like it should be a 10
1: minute drive. That was like one of the things when I was like looking into going to California, we looked at going to LA, Mm -hmm. everything was within like three or four miles of itself, but it would take 40, 30, 40 minutes to drive. It's ridiculous. I don't know how they, how how did the urban planners mess up so bad? I know. It's, I
0: guess just you throw so many people, yeah, Yeah. you throw so many people in one area, it's going to be a mess. Mm -hmm. And you know, like you see in the elections and in the electoral college, LA is one of the biggest cities in the country, and that population wise, and their votes basically overtake California. Oh, yeah, Even, and it goes blue because of the one little city, and then there's San Francisco, of course. Right. But LA is hugely populated,
1: yeah, because I feel like most of like California, like the, the overwhelming land, like I mean, this kind of is like true in every state, but like the overwhelming yeah. land is more red than it is blue, but that city right. area overtakes population the electoral wise, college, yeah. And then,
0: um people want to talk about getting rid of the electoral college and making mm. it a popular vote. But Dangerous. what happens with that, people don't realize is that the top five cities in the country will basically be in charge of what happens to the rest of the country right It's mostly you're looking at you know these big downtown city areas with different needs right, different needs than the rest of the country, and you know the midwest is the mid- there's the midwest oh, there's yeah. the south there's um all the farmland so there's different agricultures and different dynamics in the country you can't have one small area in charge of everything else because they don't know what you know farmers are a big part of america absolutely we need food obviously and if when they
1: try to control regulations for them it might mess it up for everyone else really oh yeah it'll make food more expensive i mean like that that red dead redemption part of the middle of the middle of the country like it's it's more important than we give it credit for yeah and like we can't let people just in the city be making decisions like we need the electoral college from north dakota where there's probably like maybe like a few hundred thousand people like we need them in mm-hmm. the in the seats just as much as we need um whoever's like i don't know nancy pelosi from like california yeah. i think probably yeah? Yeah, yeah 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 so like we need everybody working together and that's something that uh, luke from like the couple episodes back mentioned like everybody needs to come together get over the identity politics and just make it happen for america like everybody should be wanting a better america and if you don't like it then like you don't have to stay right and that's why i'm a big fan of um like not only state
0: government but local government as well because like you said if we you know we elect um mayors to handle their city and then the less you know federal government we have actually sometimes can be better because oh, yeah. if the federal government makes decisions for each state, it's the same thing. It might not be good for that state. If you leave the state or the city in charge of what their needs are, it works out better. Of course federal law is good for, you know, like the broad big dance. crimes. Murder, yeah. of course, that's that should be bad all across the board. Murder, stealing obviously. Yeah. But each area needs different regulations Absolutely. in order to thrive. I think that they're re- they're doing a really bad job with Chicago. It's been so bad. Oh, yeah. They need some good regulations and someone to come in and just fix that mess. And you know, when it comes to big issues like gun control, um, they're taking examples from Chicago, which is like one of the worst places in the country as a, as you know in regards to violence. Right. But they can't even fix it themselves. So it's like if you know we're going to use them as an example, but they can't even help themselves. Then what's the point? Um again, we need to look at state issues over just the entire country for you know most instances,
1: yeah, I agree a hundred percent chicago it's sad like what chicago's become there's more murders and homicides every single day then there would be like in like the event of a mass shooting and people completely ignore those for the mass shooting incidents mm-hmm. because they get more media. Right. And I mean, I you guess they don't even get as much media as you'd think because we're not talking about them now. The gun control is not being talked about today.
0: Well too, it's almost like it happens so much that people get used to get it. numb to it. Yeah. yeah. And which is sad to say, but it's right. true. A lot of the statistics, when you just look at the statistics, you see, Oh, look at all these gun deaths. Yep. They're all happening in places like Chicago. With and now Baltimore too. is getting pretty bad too. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so, you know, it's, and it's gang violence or it's, you know, um, black on black crime in Chicago. It's really bad and people aren't addressing it. They want to look at the, the catchy stuff like the mass shootings or um, the cops shootings and stuff like that, even though in reality, if you look at the stats, it's very few. Oh, yeah. Compared to what's going on over there. So you just need to find the true source of certain issues and, you know,
1: base it off of that. I agree, hundred percent. Chicago isn't isn't like done. Like it, it can definitely yeah. come back. The uh, like New York City in the eighties, it was a pretty sketchy place from what I remember being right. told by my parents who lived there during the time. And then like Mayor Giuliani brought it all they back, made me cleaning it up. And then Bill De Blasio kind of took it a few steps back. Yeah, <laughs> but like it's a process to make your city, state, country better, mm-hmm. and a lot of people just. Rather pass instant regulations, instant laws, than see at the bottom of the like food chain the individual people in the cities, states, uh, towns, whatever they wanna. They want to um, just pass laws and hope it fixes things, yeah. rather than talk to the people. Like if you talk to the people in Chicago, they would probably say, "Oh, we need better policing. We need." Uh, better funding for schools but instead of funding schools we're like oh how can we take guns away from people who like want to own them legally Mm -hmm. and we're doing this on a like national stage so all these gun deaths in one city are going to affect the national like people like in kansas who are just owning guns like to hunt like you know for food
0: right or even for self-defense purposes i mean the people don't get that um if you're a criminal you're going to still get a gun and break the law.
1: Oh, yeah. It doesn't it's not like, it's not like
0: you're you know a criminal and you'd be like, oh, I can't get a gun because it's illegal. No, you're a criminal. You break the law. So therefore, you go and get a gun illegally. Oh, yeah. Because people. people will still be able to get them. They'll either make them themselves, get them illegally shipped here somehow. There's always going to be a way for criminals to get it. And then if you're a law-abiding citizen, you're going to obey a lo- the law and not have a gun. Exactly. So then let's say someone comes into your house with a gun, you're screwed.
1: Basically, yep. Yeah, no, like, the whole, oh, if we make it illegal, people don't have them. <laughs> There's a black market. You mean like what
0: we did with drugs?
1: Literally, yeah. Heroin,
0: cocaine, all the big-time drugs. People are still using them. Mm-hmm.
1: They're coming in from South America. They're coming in from, I remember reading somewhere that, like, mushrooms and stuff, like, all those kind of, like, LSD psychedelics come in from, like, Sweden and, like, Norway. Oh, yeah. People get them. They continue to get them, and it's not going to stop until, like, we address the people versus, like, the thing, like um there it's gotten so bad to the point in britain where they're banning knives like you can't walk yeah. around with like like you can't like you have to have like a permit to buy like a like a, a kitchen knife. <laughs> knife. Yeah, a butter knife that's no, pretty sad and it's still like a lot of deaths. the uk
0: is actually the most violent place in europe really i believe they still are yeah but for the longest time they had just deaths in general like like homicides was so high compared to the rest of europe and of course Compared to the United States, as if we look at it, you know, by population, right. of course, the United States Statistics is huge, geogra- huge geographically. But yeah, they're, they're they were considered the most violent country in Europe because of knife deaths and hammers and any other blunt objects,
1: acid attacks, acid that's attacks. Now too. that's a big thing. They throw now. bleach on people. What's up with that? What's going on over there? We need to we need to send Trump over there to fix well, that. Well, yeah, too. they just a lot of the countries over
0: there decide to have a very liberal border policy right. and let a bunch of refugees in and of course if you don't know who's here there's a few bad seeds in there mm. and which is with any group of people there's a few bad people that come in but you don't know about them oh yeah you didn't vet them so you don't know who's bad and who's good mm. and there's people who you know want to hurt us and want to hurt the people of Europe and like you said they're throwing acid on people who don't follow quote unquote their laws even in though it's not the law of the yeah. land yet. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and it's just crazy. So I think, you know, being having the right to defend yourself is huge. Definitely. And then, of course, the country as a whole needs to realize that they should vet people that come in. Oh, yeah. We need to know who's here. We need to know if um, a bad guy from another country is coming in. If you're a good guy coming in, you shouldn't have to worry about
1: that. Exactly. Yeah. You,
0: you know, we're going to let you in if you're a good person. I don't see the issue with that.
1: Oh, yeah. And then also, I feel like it's also, like, skills and, like, ability. Like, if you can come to a country, like, Albert Einstein came, fled from Germany, yeah. I believe, or Austria. Yeah. He was, he had a lot of skills. And, like, you don't have to be Albert Einstein. But, like, if you want to come to a country and, like, receive things from it, I feel like you should also be able to contribute.
0: Right, right. If you want to receive the benefits of this country, you should, you know, be able to work or at least, you know, do something. I mean, if a family comes over here, of course, and... You know, not everyone can work. That's understandable. Right. But there's people that come here and um, try to take advantage of the system because we have a lot of programs that help people who need it. But there's also those people that want to come in and take advantage of it so they can, you know, not work and receive a paycheck. And that's not fair because then, you know, everyone else gets mad. Everyone that's working hard gets mad. And then the people who actually need the money, you know, who actually can't work or need some sort of assistance, they they don't get it, or they're less likely to get it because it's saying, oh, we already gave so much money. Mm. Um, they've been cutting back on Social Security because, you know, there are some people who don't need it, and I mean, they collect a check. It. So people who actually do need it just don't get it.
1: Yep. And that's all limited to immigrants or people coming from other countries like here. That's happening Visa. here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People, there's, there's, People, you see them in their big, like, Walmart, like, carts pushing them. They're filling, like, it up with groceries. Mm -hmm. And, like, taxpayers are paying for it, but, like, they could realistically get a desk job or something, and they're choosing not to. They're claiming disability or whatever. Well, I think there
0: definitely needs to be a better system put in check when it comes to welfare and Social Security and all that. We need to see, you know, who actually needs this help and who is just being lazy, so to say. Exactly. And it's not everyone. Again, like I said, there's good people and bad people. And we just need to be able to differentiate from who needs help and who, you know, could do without
1: it. And would take advantage of it. Right. Exactly. One thing I was thinking of that, like, I just realized I remembered how we were talking about how, like that once the like government takes over, this is a kind of a switch gears if that's okay. Uh, like, how the government, if they can control, like, technology, like, how, like, they're regulating Twitter and stuff. Like, when we were talking about Britain, it made me think of this. Um, in Britain, if you make a threat or something, or if you... Not make a threat. Like, if you say something that's, like, homophobic or transphobic or something, you, you mean, can actually... considered hate speech You nowadays. can actually go to jail over some words on a, a keyboard. Like, I don't agree that that's right. I think, like, you shouldn't say negative things if you don't expect negative consequences. Right. I'm just amazed that the government can go in on Twitter and see a tweet, like, of you... Saying something negative about somebody and punish you for it in real time. Like I right. feel like the the anonymous the anonym, anonymity of internet. <laughs> that's a big word. Yeah, the, like it's just like there's no like like there's there's no anonymity. You should like they're holding you accountable for everything you say, which right. isn't bad. But
0: well, uh, there needs to be a balance. And I think yeah. I hear people say, you know, oh, America's not the only country with free speech. Right. And it's like okay, but you look at places like in Europe, and they're getting arrested for using quote-unquote hate speech
1: you can't criticize anybody in the internet like i mean obviously you shouldn't use hate speech to criticize people right. that's, that's dumb but like if you say something constructively criticizing somebody you could literally get punished for it right that's the thing there, there's, no, there's
0: no clear line between exactly. something that's actually harmful and something that is like you said a constructive criticism maybe but if you really look at it, America's the, one of the only countries. I I want to argue the only country with total free speech right now, at
1: least right now. Before yeah. Twitter, Facebook, like obviously we have laws companies. in place
0: like where if you you know go into a movie theater and yell bomb or fire, right, you could get in trouble for that because it, it puts people in, yeah. in harm's way. Um, but besides that, if you say anything, um, as of now at least from you know we're seeing certain insta- isolated instances, but you really can't get in trouble for saying what you want. Yeah, as and of right now. I don't say necessarily that that's a bad thing because, you know, if you don't like something, just don't listen to it. Don't watch it. You exactly. Know? I feel like if we really regulate what people say, it just creates more people who are easily offended.
1: Right. Right. That's definitely a problem, too. Because,
0: well, you know, back when I was growing up, my mom would always tell me, don't be so easily offended. Yeah. You know, it's my fault if I'm getting offended. I can't control what everyone else is saying.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So if I get offended by something, it's it's my fault, really.
1: It's up to you to take a step away from the situation and say, do I really need to, do I need to listen to this? A lot of people, I feel like, they put themselves in positions where they're going to get offended or something bothers them. And then they get mad about it. Like, if you know something bothers you, why would you waste your time around it?
0: Right, exactly. I feel like they're looking for attention or they're just looking for trouble. Oh, yeah. Especially like um, we talked about in the first podcast, the whole protests in Portland and oh, with Antifa and stuff. Don't get me started. I feel like a lot of them go out there just to, you know, cause commotion There's, because they're not really giving a message. What are they're they just protesting? going out there and beating people
1: up. This is their protest. They're oh, I'm wearing all black. I'm covering my face, and I'm going to hit somebody with a bike lock. That's not a protest. That's what is violence. that doing? That there's nothing positive
0: about That's that. That's terrorism. They're just going out there and you know causing a stir. Oh yeah. And then you know they're not saying it. They're not. It's not like they have a message to mm-hmm. go along with it. Nope. They just go out there and say we hate Trump. We hate you know the one percent. And it's like okay, but. What do you want to do about it?
1: That's fine. They can hate whoever they want, in my opinion. But if exactly. you're not actively trying to better your country, then and, and talking about how much you hate it, then mm. you don't have to be here. If you want to leave, you can.
0: Yeah, like you said, you can. If you don't like someone, that you you have the right to do that. That's part of the First Amendment. Oh, yeah. You have the right to say what you want about someone. And then you know, if if you're going to go out though and beat people up and cause commotion in the street, that's that's not okay.
1: Yeah, you shouldn't you should need violence to prove your point. Right. And then they're like, Oh, well you guys pushed us to violence, whoever you guys is. Yeah. Obviously, that's <laughs> Can ambiguous. you be more specific, please? Um, the people they dislike have pushed them to violence. So from that point of view. So they're like getting mad about that. So they're like, Oh yeah, so we don't like the president, so we're gonna hit this random reporter with a bike lock. Like yeah. that doesn't make sense. That's not that's not how cool. about you
0: be the bigger person and actually, you know, Find
1: a way to make change. Run for city council. Take your black masks off and your put your bike locks in your 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 concrete <laughs> on your bike. <laughs> yeah, put it on your bike. Take your concrete uh, cement out of your milkshakes and stop throwing it on people. And go run for city council. Do something constructive. Or if you really want to, try a different country. If you like Norway or wherever. Yeah, if you really so much. hate
0: America so much, I don't. There, no one's stopping you. Just leave.
1: Actually, that's incorrect. All the other countries are stopping them because their immigration <laughs> because they don't want them. their immigration is much more stronger than ours. That's and true. If you're not seeking refugee, you can't get over there. It's probably I imagine it's relatively difficult to become a citizen somewhere else in Europe. They probably have a high scrutiny. People don't
0: realize that either. We're asking to build, you know, a wall in our country and then they're saying, Oh, well, other countries don't have a wall. I can name a few. There's Israel, there's China has a wall, they've had a wall for so long. thousands of years israel i think is a great example because they built their wall and terrorism at the time went down so low oh yeah Uh, just crime in general went down so low because they could see who was coming in it's not like they stopped letting people in they 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 let tourists come they let immigrants come they just vetted them they had to make sure they knew who was here they didn't want someone that wants to harm their country to come in because let's be honest real quick there's a lot of countries out there that want to harm Israel oh yeah for whatever reason they just want to bring destruction to them it's been that way for the longest time
1: oh yeah at least uh, at least the last 70 80 years but before that before there's Jer- been
0: wars since you know Bible times yeah countries hated Israel for whatever reason I argue that the reason is because they were blessed by God if you believe in religion oh yeah and even if you don't believe in religion that was their reasoning back then Because religion was so big. There were so many different religions. Um, There was places that didn't have religion. But they saw that Israel had something great, and they wanted to take that from them. Oh, yeah. And that's been going on for thousands of years.
1: Oh, yeah. I truly don't think the Israel-Palestine conflict will ever end, like, clean at least. Yeah. It's not like North and South Korea where they could come to some sort of agreement, maybe. It's kind of like one of those things where like we fundamentally disagree. So rather than agreeing to disagree, we're going to take turns bombing it's each other, like killing so each other. It's like so many generations
0: of hatred too. Yep. Generations and generations of people just wanting to hurt each other for no logical reason at least. We can't just live in or at least they can't just live in harmony together and say you you know, you guys do your thing over here, we'll do our thing over here. You know, like in America was founded on diversity. And, you know, immigrants coming from all over and, you know, different cultures are accepted here, especially today. Cultures from all over, I say, are generally accepted. There's those Definitely. few people who are, you know, maybe racist or bigoted in some way. There's those few people. Right. But the country as a whole is very welcoming. And especially what I see, you know, personally, I feel like I've never met someone who is a genuine racist and genuine has hate for a group of people, at least to my knowledge. I mean, I go around and everyone of many different cultures and beliefs, you know, is just friendly. Oh, yeah. you will go into the coffee shop and. You know, I feel like generally for the most part, mo- most people don't see the difference.
1: Oh yeah, no. it's just a person. People are happy. Like I feel like most Americans, and like obviously the the Deep South. Like we're in Florida, so we're not in the Deep South. But like it kind of yeah. skips over us. Right.
0: It kind of ends at Georgia, and then we're just a you know we're a state that's in the South. Like, yeah. We're
1: like we we're, we're like a northern state that just got like transplanted. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like the majority of like Americans, I feel like are very welcoming. I worked at like a I worked at a theme park for a year. Like I never had a like an experience where I I saw. Uh, a person of color get, like, attacked or, like, harassed, obviously that stuff still happens, but I feel like as as a general, like, as a thing for the country, like, it's not the 60s anymore, like, we've come a long way as a a country, and I feel like that's a good thing, like, I want, I would love for everybody to get along, Mm -hmm. and, like, if we could, I mean, obviously, we can't be like, hey, don't be racist, but, like, if we helped others understand that there's, like, many many of the same similarities that they see in themselves and, like, other people that they supposedly dislike, we wouldn't have these issues. Like, if we yeah. were, if they were able to be reasoned with, obviously not everybody's able to be reasoned exactly. with. Exactly,
0: because it comes down to an issue with their heart, and that's the same thing with not only racism, but, you know, um, when we see the mass shootings and stuff, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's not the guns doing, really. It's the person who's using it. They have an issue in their heart, and they hate people for whatever reason. Disturbed. And, yeah. unfortunately, we can't, you know convince everyone to be kind and loving we just can't there's always going to be evil in the world and if we restrict the good people of being able to speak freely or defend themselves then the country or the world as a whole is screwed because there's always going to be bad people out there and we're not focusing on changing people's hearts and minds we're focusing on the tools that are being used and that's just not the way to go about it
1: i agree Also, uh, this is, like, kind of, like, a controversial concept, but, like, the fact that a lot of these mass shooters of schools and, like, malls and stuff, they're on, like, SSRIs, which is, like, the serotonin reuptake inhibitors or whatever they're called for, like, anti-depression, anti-anxiety. Oh, yeah, Yeah.
0: narcotics and stuff. It's just, yeah, it's coming out more, like you're saying. They're all on them. Yeah, they're on uh, either pain medication or anxiety medication, but it's, like, to the extreme, like, they're doped up on all these meds. Oh, yeah. And no one's looking into that. At least I've heard a little bit about it, but they're Very focused little. on the video games oh, yeah. and whatever.
1: Yeah, even Trump said that the video games cause violence. I mean, maybe that's just his age showing. Like I think so. His yeah, I think.
0: Age. What I'm generally seeing is that a lot of um, older generations that didn't grow up on games. you know, with games, don't understand it. Well, because two, um, they used to say that with TV. Yeah, they just switched it to video games now. Yep. I'm sure at some point someone said that reading books caused violence. I'm sure oh. Hitler said that. Oh, probably. Because he took away all the books because if you, you know, read anything that he didn't want you to, yeah, then you basically had, you know, you, you didn't agree with him.
1: Yeah, the easiest way for the government to take over control is like like Luke said, first the language, then the culture or whatever. Yeah. Once you change somebody's culture, they basically have nothing, so they're right. going to follow you blindly. Like the Romans in like, I don't know, 300 BC, 400 BC, once they started conquering everybody started speaking Latin or whatever language yeah. was in the time. And they all just kind of like assimilated to that new culture. So once you take over a culture, like he said, in Hong Kong, if they're handing them Mandarin textbooks, they're going to start learning Mandarin. They're right. And then they, they ban
0: all the other textbooks. Exactly. So you only have one Source. legal way of yeah. reading. So yeah, you suppress um, knowledge, knowledge. And you know, like you said, Einstein came over here a brilliant guy, but I'm sure that he had to read and learn stuff to get where he was. Oh, yeah. And if we were to suppress, you know, what he read and what he was able to research, he may have not been as great as he was
1: known for. Oh, yeah. It's a good thing he fled when he did because, I mean, yeah. the getting was good for those guys. Like, it's a good thing they got out when they did.
0: Honestly, but yeah, because, you know, like you said, he came from Germany and that was right before basically he he could have been captured.
1: Was He was Jewish, wasn't he? I think he, he was. was. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: he fled from that area yep. because yeah, he fled right in th- time. There was bad things going on. Yeah. And he came to America, of all places, because and I still agree that it, this is one of the most I think it's the best country in the world. You know, I'm, of course, I'm biased. Oh, but me too. But I agree. There's f- so many freedoms here that other countries don't have. Mm-hmm. And you have the ability to you know, read whatever you want. Now we can watch whatever you want or, you know, play whatever game you want.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, it's really endless what you can do.
0: Yeah. And there's so... Back to the whole video games thing. There's so many kids playing video games. If So if video games were to cause violence, why isn't there, like, every other person that you see on the street, you know, shooting up random Walmarts and whatnot? If it was video games, then... Violence would be like through the roof right now.
1: I think you're onto something, Alex. <laughs> I think you are. There's this, uh, there's this is a quick anecdote I would like to share about, um, this. Uh, so I was playing the Oculus Quest and I was playing this poker game and I encountered this, uh, Portuguese guy from Portugal, obviously. His name yeah. was Rafael. And he was telling me, he's like, You live in America? And I was like, Yeah. And he's like, That's so cool. A lot of people don't hate America as much as they make no. it seem. They, he was obsessed. He was, I told him like an hour worth of stories of like water parks and stuff. They have like one water park in like entirety of Europe from what uh. it seemed like, like the guy was just loving it. And he's like, and there's like McDonald's everywhere and stuff. I was like, yeah, dude, like <laughs> on every corner.
0: Yeah. I mean, most people they hear of America and they say, wow, like yeah. I wish we had what they had. And of course, you know, you only hear about the, the bad things that they say oh, about yeah. America because that's what the news wants to report. Exactly. They say, oh, all these countries hate Trump and they hate our country and what we're doing. But if you you know go and talk to the people, for the most part they're going to say, "Oh, well, America has always sounded like a great place."
1: Oh yeah, the, the guy like and that's how, how it's cool. been. Portugal's yeah. a very advanced like place. It's like it's like about as like advanced as Spain, I'd yeah, it's say.
0: It's not the slums or anything like no. that. Like it's a great place.
1: It's not like it's not like Brazil's become sort of, <laughs> but um yeah, no, he was like obsessed with it and I was telling him stories about like like all the stuff I've done at work and all that, and like he's like, Wow, there's a lot of opportunities. And then it came yeah. time, I was like, Well, let me ask you, like, what do you think of our Because, like I like hearing people's opinions. I like I'm open to all ideas. Mm-hmm. So I was like, What do you think? And he's like, I think he's too talkative, but he's very effective. And like everybody kind of like is like he, they think he's hilarious, but like it's like he's getting a lot done, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's that's accurate.
0: That's the thing, too. Most people nowadays, when it comes to Trump, they just look at what, what he's, he's doing, doing. yeah, and they can live with the fact that he says some stupid stuff every now and, oh, and then. Oh, yeah, like his Twitter, funny. like you know, people would probably prefer him to tone it down, but right. in reality, uh, the benefits outweigh the harms, I think. Um, he's doing so much for the country. And there's always going to be people nowadays that are going to oppose him. There's always going to be Antifa, and there's always going to be the crazy socialist communist guys. But of course, there's not as many as we think, because that's just all we see on the news. Exactly, yeah. The population as a the whole minds their own business.
1: Yep. Yeah, the, the, the silent majority or whatever, like how he was projected to lose by like 300 electoral votes or whatever.
0: The day before I was watching this, they were reporting Hillary with a 98% chance of winning. I saw that. As the hours go by... Before the election even started, it was ticking down. It it was ticking down. It was, you know, Trump was going up 5, 10, 20%. And then, of course, the election was practically a landslide. It It was was almost as good as um, Reagan's second term. Oh, yeah. And I I have a feeling that Trump runs again. It might be something like that.
1: I'd like to see it. I don't agree, excuse me, with everything the guy's doing, but he's doing a solid job as far as making our country. No president's perfect. Yeah, exactly. None.
0: They can't do everything that you like, especially the country is so diverse that. No one man can please everyone. Oh, yeah. No one man can please everyone. There's always going to be opposition or people that disagree with you. I think the main issue is that there needs to be a peaceful disagreement.
1: Exactly. That's the big problem. There's not enough peaceful disagreement and not enough doing things about it with all of those like Antifa people, Chuck and Brexit people. Mm-hmm. If you feel so strongly, run for your local like city council yeah. or comptroller, uh anything, just try to make a difference in a non-violent way, and then don't blame others for your violent tendencies. Because a lot of those people, they go out there with their black block technique or whatever, with covering their face and wearing all black, and they chuck bricks, and they're like, oh, you guys made us do this. No. No no, no guys made you do this. Remember when
0: Obama got elected and there was all those protests?
1: No, not really.
0: Exactly. People, (laughs) a bunch of people disagreed with Obama and what he stood for, but there was no videos of people getting kicked and kicked unconscious and then continuing to get kicked in the head there's there was none of that going on but then once trump got elected the opposition decided to go berserk and just i feel like he wasn't supposed to
1: win like i feel like he was not supposed to win and then he ended up winning and then i don't know yeah no exactly nobody nobody expected it so everybody was really mad and granted i understand some of like the left's like anger towards him just because of how controversial he is as a person like i mean like if like the internet was around like when like older presidents were around. I'm sure like a lot of them would would have been had like have damning things on them too. Yeah. But like he's definitely uh he's definitely a more controversial character, but I mean if he's doing if like people vote with their wallets, if he's doing right. well economically, then I feel like people aren't going to complain.
0: Exactly. The majority like you said they vote along their party lines or they vote along you know what their morals and values are. That's really what they care about because they know that it's going to be good for them. Right. And, you know, it goes back to each, um, each demographic, whether you live in the city or you live out on the farm, or if you live, you know, in an urban area or a suburban area, whatever, you really are looking out for what's best for you and your family. Right. And if, you know, Trump's policies are better than Clinton's, you're going to vote for Trump. Even if he says some crazy stuff, sometimes you can look past that. And that goes back to not being easily offended by everything that someone says, because Again, it's ultimately your fault if you get offended by something.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I, I feel like there's obviously like things like you said, like shouting fire in like a the- uh, an airport or whatever, like a like a. a theme. Right
0: there's laws against um, you know harmful speech, yeah. uh, which harmful speech means like putting others in harm's way. For instance. Saying there's a bomb in the airport, like stampede. Yeah, stampede. stampede. Yeah, people go crazy. There was that video you see in the Orlando airport. They thought, I think they thought there was um, some sort of gunshot or or explosion. Oh yeah, yeah. I do remember that. I don't remember what it actually was, but it was just a loud noise and people started running. They
1: ran people over. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like if it's it's your responsibility to not put yourself in situations where you think you're going to get offended. And if something offends you, there's easier ways to describe it and like talk about it rather than like oh, I'm mad at this. Like, let's cancel this. That's another thing. I mean, I don't know how much time we got left on this, on this little podcast we got here, but like that whole cancel culture on Twitter, like somebody makes a mistake (laughs) five years ago. You're canceled. And they're like, oh, hashtag so-so is over party. And they put like a K-pop like gif or whatever. What's up with that?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I see that sometimes. I just take it as a joke, but like, yeah, I don't know. Twitter is a whole mess. Sometimes there's Mm -hmm. funny things on Twitter. There's a bunch of offended people on Twitter, Um you just got to go on there and you know like what you like and take it for ignore what, what you don't yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah I mean we've had a pretty good discussion the time has flown actually I was looking over I realized we're at oh wow almost an hour but
1: that was a good time I mean really I good a yeah lot of good conversation yeah
0: I appreciate you for coming
1: on yeah, man of course it's Thanks been for great me. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Gonzo Tonight Show. Be sure to go find us on social media at Gonzo Tonight. And stay tuned for more episodes. We upload every Wednesday and Saturday night. Again, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you soon.